Give me a moment's peace and take out the trash. We pay taxes for people to come and take the garbage. Hey, listen, Greeny, no more sneaking rides to the junkyard. Yeah, man, take a taxi when you want to go to the junkyard. Hello and welcome to Hot Trash Unlimited, the show where me, Caleb, and me, Joe, sit down and watch movies to decide whether or not they are hot trash. Joe, what did we tolerate today? Well, in the spirit of merriness, we watched Fat Man. What's the job? I'd like you to kill Santa Claus. I'm looking for the fat man. You can't be serious. This is what people actually think of me. Christmas is a farce. I am a joke. What's the purpose of your visit? Hunting. I'm going to kill some things. The new 2020 movie starring Mel Gibson. Uh, and another guy. Walter Goggins. Walter Goggins. Some kid. And Ben Shapiro as a child. All right, let's get this out of the way early. You pointed out that the child in this looks like a young Ben Shapiro. He does indeed. Which fits because he acts like how I imagine a young Ben <laughs> Shapiro would act. I'm not sure if that ruined the movie for me. <laughs> But it yeah, certainly, that's what ruined it the movie certainly for, yeah. was distracting. Um, Young Benny boy. But this is the story about Santa Claus, but it's not the Santa Claus you, you know about because no one would want to know about this Santa Claus. He takes out military contracts. I like the Santa. Can you explain to me what was going on in this movie? Okay, so every plot line or just Santa's? Are we ah, going to jump back and forth? Because it does you, a lot of jumping take, at first. You take one plot line, I'll take the next one. Okay, so Santa's plot line. Uh, stocks are down this year. The kids are being a little more naughty, so they're not being able to make as much toys. This is what I took it as, because it's a little confusing. I don't really understand why they're losing money. But there's more naughty kids nowadays. Their, their budget's the same, the, the elves in Santa's workshop. But they're not outputting as much as their budget needs to. So, aka, their budget's going to get cut next year, so they're not going to be able to pay their workers. Which, I mean, if, if they're not able to pay their workers, you cut a couple of them, because that's business. But, so Santa takes on a military contract to get a little more extra money, so that... Wait, that wouldn't solve anything. He would still be losing money if kids are being naughty. That doesn't make any sense. No, no, the, the military contract is specifically designed to, like, fill in the rest of the subsidy for the year. Yes, I get that. Which is why the military wants to make it a 15-year a thing, and he doesn't want to do it. Guys, do you see the problem with this movie? Who cares about the analytics of, like... The operations of Santa's workshop. I don't need to understand the subsidies and the downfall and all that stuff. I don't care. <laughs> I wasn't really worried about that. I mean, that was fun. I liked I liked the Santa stuff of it. He's, he's just kind he's of like a, a grizzled old Santa who's like kind of tired. He's a normal dude for the first half. And then you finally get to the Santa stuff and he doesn't do anything until the end. I mean, all he does is participate in a shootout. Yeah. I don't need, I like, clearly the Santa is a magical and clearly a lot of people know about this Santa. He lives in Alaska. He is magical. He, he, he can regenerate. Well, I mean, not like extremely magical, like. For some reason, because this is what I compare it to, I'm comparing it to Tim Allen Santa and like constantly being like, there isn't this major extreme operation going on like in those movies. So the other storyline in this, there is a boy. Young Ben Shapiro. Young Ben Shapiro, who's the worst. Awful. Yeah. Like, and there's this whole, in the first act, there's this whole thing with the science fair and a kid who he is jealous of. 
that explains why he gets on the naughty list, which was not necessary because from moment one, I understood that this kid belonged on the naughty list. (laughs) He is just the worst. So he gets put on the naughty list. He gets Cole. And so he hires his hitman on retainer to go and kill Kill Santa. Yeah. The hitman's played by Walter Goggins and he's angry because Santa didn't save him from an abusive household growing up. Well, also, I think it's a combination of that. And also he was a bad kid too, but he blames Santa on his problems for some reason. He got one gift. Yeah. He didn't like it. Apparently. Yeah. It was a little, little police car. Walter Goggins says a cab and throws that police car away. You would have liked that police car for your hot wheels collection. I mean, it was obviously knockoff hot wheels. So my parents still have my hot wheels. Collection. I remember discovering that it's a, it was quite bit. Well, it was cause it was me and my brothers combined. The point is <laughs> Walter Goggins goes to hunt down Santa Claus and it ends with Walter Goggins mercilessly killing every single military person in the North pole plus or Alaska, because that's where this takes place. Mm-hmm. Plus uh, several of the elves. No, uh, none of the elves actually die. I thought I saw, we saw one. Get- you see one that gets shot. You don't know if he's killed because he just kind of falls down. Fair enough. None of the elves actually visibly die. And then he shoots Santa Claus through the eye. Then Mrs. Claus shoots him. And at the end, Santa shows up to the kid's house and is like, I'm going to kill, kill you. you if- with- <laughs> I'm going to kill you and every other naughty kid in the world. If anything, if you ever try to hurt someone ever again, the kid also is trying to make his his grandmother, his grandmother overdose on fentanyl because he's been (laughs) forging checks in her name to pay for his hitman that he uses on multiple occasions. This isn't the first time he's called up this hitman to kill Santa. Joe. Okay, you seem to enjoy this movie to a certain extent. I <laughs> explain. I don't really enjoy the movie. I, well, I mean, it's it's really goofy premise. I think if they like lessened up the uh, R rating on this, it could be a little better. The hitman aspect of this is really funny. Like whenever whenever he's like exa- like buying all these Santa toys from old pi- from these older people who don't need their toys anymore, I'm laughing because it's so funny how serious he has this entire rack and like a basement of everything wrapped in plastic. I agree. Walter Goggins is he's hamming it up. He's and it's great. really funny. He's wonderful, and he's an actor who, with a couple of exceptions, is always in bad movies. But it's usually pretty good. And I've, I think that's the same thing here where he's just having so much fun playing this terrible person with all these weird quirks and stuff. However, I feel like the more you get it of that character, the more it lessens what you get. If it had just been a couple scenes where like the scene where he uh, buys the, the toy baseball airplane. Bat. Oh, the airplane. The, the, the airplane was really funny too. too. <laughs> yeah, where he just randomly buys this, all this stuff with his hamster. That's fine. But like, I feel like the more time we spend with him, like the less impact it has. I, yeah, I, it's weird on the way to the North Pole. Like if we had seen him start being like a hitman. I guess like at that point it might've been a little better. I didn't like him killing all like the mailman and stuff. And then the superintendent of the mail yeah, post he, office. He, he's killing everyone who goes, you know, he, he's cleaning up his tracks. I, I mean, I feel like the, we just watched four different movies because <laughs> I, I was about to say he feels like he's in a different movie from um, Santa Claus, but he feels like he's in a different movie than himself half the time. Yeah. And then Santa Claus feels like no, he's in two different movies. It's very totally inconsistent where you have really goofy hitman 
Then you have really efficient dark hitman. Then you have Santa's workshops going under. The we're gonna have to shut down the operations. They got depressed Santa. Then you got this jerk kid who disappears halfway through. Yeah, like, and then he, comes back. Yeah, he pops up just to remind us that he's in the film, and then we see him at the end. Let's get to the end. Um, that shootout's really boring. Yeah, you're fighting in Santa's workshop. There's so much you could do with that premise. And it's just two men awkwardly running at each other in the snow because they're they're running in the snow. So mm-hmm. it looks like old Mel Gibson is going to fall down at any point. <laughs> so you get the disappointing ending. And then he Santa shows up to scare this kid. And I'm like, is this what you're going to do with every naughty child, Santa? He's going around to every house because to be like, I'm going to murder you. Because this kid probably deserves worse than this. He was trying to make his grandmother overdose. Uh, Oh yeah, that kid's awful. But like, are you going to go, Timmy like hit his sister on like December 23rd and knocked him onto the naughty list. Timmy, I will slaughter you. (laughs) I am the the judgment. I will come down in sleigh bells and reindeer to rain fire upon you. Also, a kid shot Santa while he was delivering presents. They were shooting at the reindeer and Santa got shot. There's just so much small thing. Like there's a part right before the, the, uh, it cuts away from the Santa sex scene, which Mm -hmm. I, I personally was disappointed that they (laughs) cut away, but where he just takes a call from like one of the military people. And I'm not sure what that was supposed to set up. But it's still in there. And I feel like that's a lot of this movie where they put stuff in for no reason. I but think it's still in there. I think if they went away from a hard R rating, I mean, it's not even a hard R. It's just Walter Hoggins swearing up and down the place in his scenes. And then all the blood at yeah. the end. But that's easy enough to remove. That's easy enough to get rid of. Or, I mean, and you can even change that shootout scene where he's going around like choke holding people because that's, that's better than guns, I guess. I don't know. But this there's a quirky. Co- Almost hilarious movie hiding in here. And I would say this movie has funny moments, but it's just... Yeah, Walter Goggins is very talented. Goggins. I said Hoggins earlier. My mistake. It's just so weird. Yeah, I don't think it has a... I don't think it has a point. I don't think it has a a clear vision. I think... fat man's coming for you. I think people are like, hey, hey, what if... What if a hitman came after Santa? Isn't that a good idea? I think that's an entertaining concept. Yeah, that's a good idea for like a short film. Or for like a TV episode. I think if you like trimmed a solid 10 minutes off of this, because it was what, an hour 40? Yeah. I think if you cut it down to an hour and a half and just changed around some of like the structuring, I lessened the adult aspect of it. Because it seemed like they were aiming for an adult audience, but there's like, it's not really aimed at kid jokes, but like I can see kids getting a kick out of this if it wasn't so dark at points. So here's the thing. I think that there is a select group of movies that is useful for kids because they discover them away from their parents and they shouldn't be watching them because their parents won't have them, but they don't actually have anything objectionable. You know, movies like where there's a little bit more swearing, maybe where there is some violence. This could be one of those movies because there isn't, you know, there isn't anything that graphic in here Mm -hmm. besides some blood, but any preteen in that phase who would discover and enjoy this movie would automatically be turned off by how boring all the Santa stuff is. <laughs> <laughs> like Mel Gibson is fine. Cause I think he's doing a perfectly okay job. Yeah. But like he has nothing. <laughs> and like, I like when Santa's turning around towards the end and he gets all like, it's a really heartwarming scene when Mrs. Claus give him all these postcards of like these gifts that he gave him and it like inspired them or something. It doesn't make any sense. But I, I was like, oh, yeah, but you have to get through so much just economic like this. <laughs> and I also don't understand this. This movie's 
worldview on the military because like he obviously doesn't want to work for the military, but then all of the military people like captain Jacobs and whatever they're portrayed like as decent people. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, so are you want to be in pro soldier and anti-military? Like what's going on here? (laughs) You obviously, you obviously don't like the suits. This is like a Michael Bay movie. Michael Bay does this too. He obviously doesn't like the heads of the military, but he's fine with the on the ground people. It's so confusing. (laughs) I like the elves. They're fine. The part where they're like, we don't reuse numbers. That would be unethical. Well, I thought they were saying that up because one of them would have to like sacrifice themselves. Uh, And they're like, oh, but the main elf is fine. One of the good visual jokes in the movie is the military cuts off all the jingle bells from their (laughs) boots. I like when they were meeting for the first, everybody stopping their feet. But also like the, the work shop is so depressing anyway. Oh, it's like, it's like a a sweatshop factory. Yeah. The, the military coming in besides cutting off of the boots doesn't seem to change anything. Also Santa in the movie says like, I'm having to have six year olds work down there for only two gumdrops. I'm like, Child labor Wait, is no, not no, no, okay. No. I don't think he was saying. I think he was like, it's gonna get that bad. Maybe, maybe. I thought it was. I thought it was. I'm gonna like. It would get to the point where I'd have to use like child labor. Maybe that. Yeah, maybe. I don't think it was meant to say because I thought I think I at the time when they said that line, I was like, oh, that's really dark. That Santa's using child labor, but they never do that. So I think it was saying there he might have to get there if you were to keep up the level of operation. I will say I do think the elves would have been better if. I would have enjoyed them more if they had been brought in earlier. Mm-hmm. The elves came in at a point where I was like, ah, oh, this movie's going to be like, this is edgy Santa. This is dark and pressing. These elves are going to be swaying up and down the place. But I like, I like wholesome Christmas aspects about this movie. And yeah, the elves are pretty wholesome. It's just, and the jokes about them. Oh yeah. We take 20 minute naps and <laughs> carbs and sugar are the best diet in the world. I feel like they should have just gone full wholesome with Santa to contrast the nihilism of Walter Goggins and then there would have been more here but it's just like both of them are like trying to be like edgy Santa was really nihilistic or even like dark he was just like down in the dumps he was black pilled <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know I just what's what's your standard for Santa in in movies movies and I'm trying to think of all the Santa movies because all I can think of is Tim Allen for some reason I mean for a lot of people not me because I only grew up watching the one with Jack Frost. <laughs> that one's rough. And I didn't like it. <laughs> that one's rough. So not for me, but for a lot of people our age, he is the standard. Santa Claus 2, Tim Allen's pretty good. I feel like I have two. Like the, for a more realistic one, it's Miracle on 34th Street. But for like a full North Pole one, it's probably the one from Elf. Who is a little like grumpy and mm-hmm. stuff, but... I don't know. The, the I don't want to say it's a new concept because I'm sure it's been done before. Santa just living in Alaska, like dressing like normal is so entertaining where he's just running around town. Like there's an entertaining aspect to people being like, yeah, we know. And he's not hidden away at the North Pole. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed this movie because I, I, I don't give me wrong. I didn't enjoy this movie, <laughs> but there were aspects I certainly enjoyed. We've seen much worse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. From Because this was my pick and you didn't know anything about going in. I'm glad that you weren't the one who had to suffer through this necessarily. But. but do you think it's hot trash? Yeah, I think it's hot trash. I, I think it's like, it's a hot trash movie that kind of need a few more coals to get started. But like, it's there. It's not It's not the pinnacle of hot trashiness, but yeah. All right. I, I, I did not like this movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> out of the four movies that this was trying to be, I maybe enjoyed one of them. We'll be back. Oh, quick plug. Joe 
has started a podcast oh, with yeah. me. Uh, if you want to check out us, uh, but not talking about movies, talking about comics, Joe, where can they find your new podcast? Everywhere that podcasts are available. It's the all new 52. Yeah. It's, it's, we've recorded like three episodes so far. At this point. Yeah. Um, by the time this is out, two of them will be out. So it's a lot of fun. Hope y'all go and check it out. Um, you can listen to that, rate, review it. You can also rate and review this podcast. Um, no, just plug mine. (laughs) But, uh, uh, we'll be back next time uh, because it's time for the second annual Trash Miss. Are you ready, Joe? I, I think I'm more ready for this one. This we're not gonna top last year's Trash Miss. It's impossible. But it was last year, Cats was last. Oh year's my trash god! Miss. Oh yeah, we're definitely not gonna top it. <laughs>